And Gorgio. Yeah, that's an enlargement spell. Look it up. All right, so hello and welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. I am joined here tonight in the ScottCast cave. <laughs> the sunny cave. ScottCast headquarters with none other than Sneaky D. How you doing? I'm doing great, Scott. Glad to be in this naturally sunlit cave. This is the post-Halloween episode. We're all suffering from our Halloween hangovers as, as it, it's all... Uh, settling out i i'm recovering from an intense sake sunday that i had where i drank like a bottle of sake and this monday i've just been (laughs) slow as hell all day so you wasn't there was no candy hangover for you then no candy hangover just just booze yeah that's like candy for grown-ups so yeah you know they should they should have a holiday where grown-ups go door to door and get, hammered? get booze. <laughs> Here's a shot. Oh, that would be the worst idea. <laughs> like seven houses down, you're passed down. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have that. You know, probably pre-coronavirus, they, pro- they, they, they may have had that, where you go to college campus and you go trick-or-treating, but you just go, you know, yeah, just do shots, go up and all up and down the houses. That has got to have been done at some point. Yeah. If it hasn't, then I guess we need to start a frat. Scott Cass frat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now the time in the middle of a pandemic. That's when we're going to start it. Oh yeah, right. But you had a good uh, Halloween costume though. Uh, you had the uh, alcohol swab bay. Hey, it's alcohol related. That's we both true. Went the alcohol route. I went with the. Uh, well, let me give you a little backstory on that one because I wanted to do that costume before, like a couple of years ago, and I bought the outfit. I wanted to look like Salt Bay. And for those people who don't know what Salt Bay is, this Turkish chef who does the the crazy thing where he like he holds up his fingers and he he dramatically drizzles the the salt, you know, basalts people wait a minute, assaults wait a them. If you wait will. a minute, you wanted to do a Halloween costume about a meme that was how many years old? <laughs> it's how a three-year-old meme this? now. <laughs> back in see, back when I first moved into this condo. I, I was like, I thought there was kids that were going to come through. So I was like, well, I got to have my costume for when the kids come. And I was like, how am I going to I talked to you about this on a previous Scottcast, actually. You could probably find the footage of me talking about it. Because I remember you shitting on me. <laughs> you were like so confused. I was talking about uh, the way that I was going to deliver the candy to the kids. Is I was just gonna like hold it up like the salt, and I was just gonna sprinkle the you okay. know into their bag, and they'd be like, "What's with this creepy guy?" Yeah, I remember you're confused. So now I decided to actually do it, except. I figured since I can't actually hand out candy, that's not like, you know, the, the candy could be contaminated, you know, with, with the f- coronavirus or otherwise. Right, right. So instead, I would hand out little isopropyl alcohol swabs and just let it make it rain, you know, just be like, there you go, kitties. Stay safe. <laughs> okay. I could just dump some alcohol on them, <laughs> just isopropyl alcohol, like the bottle of it, just dump it on them. Hey, where did you yeah. even get isopropyl and you're now you're pouring it on children? I have so much isopropyl alcohol. I, I used the swabs for when I was doing my ab video. You know, here you guys can't see the show I'm putting on right now, but when I was swabbing my abs, mm-hmm. Scott sees it. Wait, you swabbed your abs for the fitness video with alcohol swabs? Yeah, there's actually a small B-roll little thing I put in there of me actually swabbing my uh, upper abs just to kind of show what I was what I was doing to clean the site to get the oil off. Oh, okay. It was for cleanliness. I thought you wanted like shine. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. Actually, you're stripping the oil off of there. Oh, okay. so I was stripping. I was stripping myself. You know, I was stripping down. I was a stripper. 
oil stripper. Okay. It's like reverse of the actual stripper. Okay. It oils themselves up. So yeah, and then when you go to put on the electrodes, they don't fall off that way. So yeah, I'll pull I'll, I'll put a link to the footage. It'll be in the show notes, right, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> just put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's David shirtless in the show notes. Yeah. There you go. Maybe that'll just be the episode art for this episode. It's just a gif of you swabbing your s- stomach. Yeah, with one hand, but then in the other, I'm doing the salt bay thing, swab bay. It was an easy costume to do. I think all I did was just have that white low-cut T-shirt and then a pair of shades that I got off of Amazon for, I don't know, they were like groovy 70s shades that looked exactly like his. And then, boom, there you go. There it is. I was just uh, some sort of raven skull creature. I went over to the Dixon's house, and we had a oh. we had a Halloween where we watched... Oh. A were, movie. Wait, oh, you were the. Uh, did you have the 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 what do they call it? The plague uh, doctor mask. It looks like a plague mask, but it's a it's a raven skull. So it's like a bird. It's like a skull plague doctor. It's pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You're sure it was a raven, not a crow. It said raven. I don't know. You know. I think the I think the bigger beak is raven. So that makes sense for that. He's a blackbird. Yeah. And you went to Ian's and 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 sneaky bees, and you watched some some. Some there, I don't know what you watched. I mean, some old VHS tape. I, I got a copy of Call Girl of Cthulhu. Oh, you guys talked about you wanting to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. On the last episode, I remember. We watched the entire movie and like we cheered every time any of that violence occurred on stage. We were like, oh, uh, the guy's, the, the chick's about to pee on this dude's face and melt it off. Oh my God. Oh, okay. I was like, is that really violence or is that just sexual assault? And it, if he consents, it's okay. But then the acid part, probably, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was really strong piss. It, his skull was completely exposed and melted upon the floor. Yeah, what kind of diet she rocking there with the acidic? Cthulhu, so squid, space squid. Okay, because, you know, your pee is usually basic. She wasn't, she wasn't no basic bitch. She was uh, acidic. Yeah. So you guys going to start making movies out of all all of Ian's little uh <laughs> the movies that he came up with? Like the the episode that the episode idea, the, the fake ones that were actually better than the real ones? We really should. A lot of those concepts are fantastic concepts for a good story. And who else is going to make the story besides Scott Cast Productions? Someone has to do it, Scott. It might as well be us. Not not everyone can just step up and be a hero like that. That's what real you know, they say not all heroes wear capes, mm. and that's true. You know, it's interesting. Doesn't Brownwyn do, like, makeup and stuff like that? Like, Halloween makeup? Yeah, we've been floating the idea of her doing um, effects makeup for this for a whole while. But, you know, Ian, he needs he needs to get a fire up his ass. We need to take a fire and oh. shove it up his ass, not even burn his, not even under his ass. We need to put fire inside his asshole. <laughs> take take one of those irons that we have in the fire. Yeah, <laughs> shove All it the up irons. his ass <laughs> to get him working, get him going. You know, he hasn't even okay. read the pod comic scripts. He's on blast. Mm. I don't know what he's doing, man. Yeah, but we're gonna be getting together to brainstorm on that pretty soon, right? I mean, we got yeah. The pod comics is slowing down purely because Ian Dixon. Mm. Is not joining in on the fun of the writing and the and the and the and the creation, but at the same time he's like our most valuable asset. It's like having fucking Beethoven sitting around while we tinkle with fucking ukuleles. I mean, Beethoven he is not really good with the, the ukuleles. I'm 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 not really 
fully grasping that analogy, but well, the analogy is Beethoven. He can create these beautiful symphonies and these things, and like the ukulele, it's the most simple thing that we're. Yeah, dealing you have a lot with. against these ukuleles. I think if we just get Ian live, like we get him, he's not going to look at the the pause scripts just on his own. He's not going to read his parts. He's not going <laughs> to do anything. But if we do like a live session... Because I believe in this thing, man. I feel like Stan Lee at the beginning of the Silver Age. I really feel like pod comics mm. are going to be the thing that makes Scottcast hit the map. Hit it. Yeah, hit it hard. It, it might not hit right in the center of things, but it's on the map. But we need Ian on board. So we're planning this weekly get together where we both plot out and act out a script space news is there anything going on in space there's always stuff going on in space. well i know that if we're talking about elon space news then he's got his starlink they just started offering uh, internet access to people out in montana and all these obscure places where they have like no internet and they're getting pretty good speeds. They're getting like 140 megabytes per second. It's yeah. not bad when you're getting jack shit, like when you're getting charged up the butt for uh, five megabytes per second speed out in the middle of BF Montana. Right? It's better than what we're working with recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Maybe we should just maybe we should do a stream where we do a month where we're on the Starlink network. <laughs> What is it like ninety nine? No, it's it's well, it's ninety nine dollars a month, but I think then you got to pay like four hundred ninety nine for the starter kick. Bit of a upfront cost there. It might be worth it just to get out of the Hamtramck fucking internet Wi Fi because it's about it's about is that it? much a month, yeah. you know, and it's not in good quality. It's not fast, but if it's gonna be super fast, you know, let's do it. Sounds like it'll only get better over time too, as they get more and more satellites to get better coverage. Yeah, they keep launching stuff up. It could all just go up in flames, though, as they all start. There's the you know the the Kessler effect kicks in, and there's like that cascade of events where it just everything starts snowballing up in space, and then you don't have any internet. What's the Kessler effect? You're just talking science now. Oh yeah, bro, we're talking about space. When we talk about space, we talk about science. You know what I'm yeah, so you gotta slow uh, down. Do you right? got to do this piece by piece. You're Alex Jonesing the space. I thought everybody knew about the Kessler effect. It's like the movie <laughs> Gravity. You've seen Gravity? That's the Kessler effect. It's when have you seen Gravity, the movie? I haven't seen Gravity, the movie. Just, okay. Could you just explain the damn concept without Listen, introducing Scott, a million more things? I always have to things? build it up. I have to, I have to set this up, okay? I have to slowly massage it in before I, you know, I got to work it in. I got to get you, get the people warmed up a little bit oh. beforehand. It's a little foreplay. Good okay? Lord. So, <laughs> that's what the space, that's where the space nudes come in, okay? <laughs> it's a, so... In the, in the movie Gravity, the whole premise is that, uh, you know, they're up there working on the ISS or they're working on something in space. I think it's by the ISS. And then something crashes and then that thing uh, crashes into something else, which crashes into something else. And then there's just there's all this debris that's going around the Earth and they're, they're getting bombarded with it. And they all well, they don't all die, but people die because they're just, you know, everything's traveling, what, 18,000 miles per hour or whatever. So they're just getting bombarded with all this. So that's the idea is we have too much set. If we have too many satellites that are in a similar orbit, as soon as something shatters, you got all these little projectiles because it's moving, mm-hmm. you know, when, it, when, when, it, when stuff goes around, it gets bombarded with all this junk and then you get uh, a whole bunch of space junk up there and you can't, uh, yeah, you got to like navigate around that. But you can get around that by having different orbit heights. So, like, you can launch certain satellites that are up higher that are slower speed and then certain ones that are lower. And, yeah, 
there's different options. I mean, the but. way internet progresses and like our data needs grow and grow, I gotta imagine all these satellites are just gonna be space junk in five years. Well, after a while, they just they do a burn where they just take them out of the they they do a controlled burn and they uh they let them burn up in the atmosphere. They do that all the time. Do they have like a little self destruct button? No self-destruct mechanism? You don't need a self-destruct button. It's kind of overkill. You just go with the atmosphere, and it experiences the drag, and it burns up in the atmosphere. They well, actually yeah, account but for like that. You, you were just saying, though, that when that happens, it uh, it just creates junk that flies around everywhere. Yeah, but if you have a self-destruct button, you would immediately create that situation, because <laughs> then you'd have shrapnel everywhere. But it would be so cool. Have the Kessler effect. <laughs> It, Imagine it's, it's, like, it's a domino like a effect. series of exploding stars in the sky. Well, that's what people are worried about is that once there is a sufficient amount of stuff, like in theory, they should never get anywhere close to each other. Like, you know, even though you got right now, we have thousands, literally thousands and thousands of satellites that are in, in orbit. And the, the and if you start putting 10,000, 15,000 satellites out there, even if they're at different heights, people get worried that all it takes is one asshole. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I'm going to blow it all up. <laughs> And, and then, you know, they, they launch projectiles everywhere, and then they, those projectiles are now orbiting around the Earth, and they slam into everything else and destroy all of our satellites. Shit. It sounds like an evil That scheme. would be fucking crazy. That, what a way to end 2020, huh? Right? Just the whole world goes dark. We have no GPS, no anything. Yeah. That's a Don DeLillo novel that just came out. Like, they're watching, like, the Super Bowl or something like that, and then in the middle of it, everything goes dark. All okay. the internet's gone, all the electricity's gone and like the mm. whole thing's just like this psychological unraveling into these people's Cascade. minds as they descend into madness completely disconnected into a void f- from their once completely connected lives because they lost the they lost the electricity access to electricity technology. internet some sort of yeah. some sort of crazy event happens where like there's no backups there's nothing you know probably doesn't get into the science of it mostly just wants nobody to has the a backup side. generator running got <laughs> cast city's gonna be powered though we're gonna tap into the thermonuclear grid we're gonna um the geothermal vents that are gonna be feeding our city right yeah I mean, is that a thing? I mean, oh, wait, for us in Scottcast City Underground. Underground, man. You tap right into that heat. Just that's Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's like that, what, that seems like the kind of thing to do is just uh, let's just plug into the earth and call it a day. It's one big battery. <laughs> Think about it. What, where's a bigger source of heat than right below us? I mean, obviously the sun, but the sun has to go through all these steps to get to us, whereas the the heat from the earth is right there. Right. I mean, that's the idea behind uh, power. When we try to power something out in the water, too, they have that those convection currents they can create uh, and, get, and get thermal energy that way just by... What if something like this happens, man? Like, uh, before the dinosaurs was, like, the greatest extinction event of all Earth, and that's called the Permian event, and it's because, basically, a volcano erupted and then it just created a fissure and... All this magma just came up and it covered Russia. And because it covered Russia, the entire Earth became noxious fumes. Yeah. So what if, like, we're, we delve too greedy and too deep, as they yeah. do, and we create some sort of thing that explodes and then Canada's covered in lava? We'd all be dead. Well, it's not even the lava. It's just the fact that there, there'd be, like, all the ash everywhere across the atmosphere be toxic and then there would there be no sunlight all the plant life would die be co2 would be a big uh 
Well, it'd also be like a greenhouse greenhouse effect at the same time, though, too. So at first it would like cook everyone alive, and then it would also there'd be no sun, so there'd be no energy. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. So you're saying that the dwarves of Moria killed the dinosaurs? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not, I'm I didn't. Really say, no, no, it's before the dinosaurs. <laughs> they delved too deep. The dinosaurs, their extinction event was nothing. It was just a fucking rock hitting the earth, and it, yeah, you, the ashes covered the sky, oh, okay. and that yeah, yeah, was yeah. it. The Permian event was before the dinosaurs, and where half the earth was lava. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It killed the archosaurs, which gave room for the dinosaurs to become dominant. And they made the ark and stone. It all has to relate. I'm not seeing how this relates to Lord of the Rings. If it doesn't relate to Lord of the Rings, get the fuck out. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. God, whatever happened to that Lord of the Rings series that was supposed to come out? I haven't heard any news about that. Probably Corona? Got <laughs> yeah. I haven't even heard anything about it, though, since we first were talking about it. Oh, they tried filming it. They tried uh, um, going back, and then they stopped filming it. It's a pretty long, involved process. Like, they didn't... They weren't originally oh, yeah. even planning on releasing it until like 21 anyway. Yeah, it's going to so be So now it's probably 22 or 23. But Lord of the Rings, it's coming up. But they're not... T- Here's the main thing that I'm so glad about. They're not touching the Lord of the Rings story. Peter Jackson yeah. did it perfectly. It holds up. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, they'll probably be able to retroactively you know, do some of this, explain some stuff or do some cameos. Like There's certain people that are going to be through lines that are in both stories yeah, yeah uh, but other than that yeah you elrond was alive during all this stuff but this is thousands yeah. of years before lord of the rings i know but like you can do like uh the even prequel stuff like rogue one what they did with star wars where you can try to explain stuff that, that will come up later and you nip it in the bud by you know kind of retroactively explaining everything so i'm reading a comic uh about prequel? star wars and it's that space of time after Darth Vader tells Luke that he is his son and, um, you know, the next movie or something. And he's going around and he's trying to kill all the people who made his son weak. It's pretty sweet. Darth Vader's going around trying to kill the people that made Luke weak? Goes to Tatooine. He's fucking lightsabers some people. Wait, when does this take place? This is alternate timeline? This is during Star Wars. It's like Rogue One, like you said, where it's like, okay, so this event happened, this event happened. This is right after Luke was like, you're not my father. Oh. No. Oh, okay. And he, and he fell. Cloud City scene. Yeah. And he drops down. And okay. So that, like immediately after that. And then there's like yeah. in between the time of ret- that and Return of the Jedi, like yeah. there's some time that passes by and he goes by and just owns everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole thing is just Darth Vader being like, I'm kind of better than you to destroy. Yeah. Like it's the second comic in and he killed this giant sea creature, basically Cthulhu. Have you seen the first episode of uh, the Baby Yoda show, season two? Wait a minute, what? Baby Yoda has a show now? The Baby Yoda show, also known as The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. No, I've not watched The Mandalorian at all. Oh, we haven't? Okay. Well, it's good. You should watch it. I mean, it's got Taika Waititi that directed some episodes. How are you not watching this? That's I don't a good understand. point. That's a good point. I just, yeah. I haven't Disney Plused. I haven't Plused. You should plus it up. Now's the best time because they got the new season out. But yeah, they're doing some of that stuff where they're trying to explain like what happened with like Boba Fett and stuff like that, and Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars. They're they're bringing back like old characters and explaining re-explaining what happened. I, I saw on Twitter that Boba Fett uh, is returning, and like he's bald and all sarlacked up. He's yeah, he did. Up. Well, I was trying not to spoil it for anybody, but there you go. So oh, whoops. 
That was the end of the episode, <laughs> the first uh, episode that just came out. Yeah, yeah. The guy who didn't even watch it spoils it for everybody. I'm like the mm-hmm. I'm like some kid who doesn't even read Harry Potter, running around being like Dumbledore dies. <laughs> Dumbledore's gay and he's dead. <laughs> he's dead and he's gay. <laughs> first he's dead, then he was gay. He was gay after death. And J.K. Rowling's transphobic 2008. <laughs> and she's guy. transphobic, which is like... So, wait. So, actually, that's interesting if you go back and re- reimagine that in, in the right context. So, she's transphobic, but she decided to just be like, oh, yeah. Like, he's gay after it came out. But, like, yeah. it's such a weird... was a weird announcement to make. But just not, not because that's bad that he was gay. It's just, yeah. why would you even need to... I don't know. Why couldn't you write it in the book if he was gay? It, it would have been good. It would have been relevant since that was the thing was he was he was into the Grindelwald guy and he was a, they were both the most powerful wizards and stuff like that. But they were they couldn't kill each other because they, they had a thing for each other, you know. Yeah. But that that's interesting. But like, yeah, when you just randomly announce that afterwards, then I don't know. That's kind of interesting to think about things. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, as I say. <laughs> would a ninety-year-old gay man act any differently a, from like a ninety-year-old straight man? One hundred fifty, uh, like, and you're also a wise wizard. No, I don't know. Remember, Ron says that they're like, "How old is he?" It was like one hundred fifty. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I know they say that in the first book. They say it tongue in cheek in the first one. So, what are you saying to old dudes? Yeah, but like, okay, so would you be able to tell the difference between like a a, a gay hundred fifty-year-old and a straight hundred fifty-year-old? wizard not necessarily like how would you know that unless like it was announced but like at 150 i don't know are you in the dating pool even dude it's never too old to find love (laughs) when you got that magic you know sparks are flying anything's possible you think viagra's good imagine what they got for freaking spells man and gorgio (laughs) yeah that's an enlargement spell let's look it up it's not just used for making spiders slightly bigger or whatever it was used for in, in the books. This episode is brought to you by Blue, Blue Chew. The Blue Wizard. Have you seen that, Blue Chew? No, what's Blue Chew? They're selling Viagra through podcast advertisements. It's like a oh. Flintstones fucking Viagra. <laughs> was it like gum you chew on or something? It's, you, it's, it's like a Flintstones vitamin, but it's Viagra. Okay. <laughs> it's blue, Oh, yeah, I it's guess. like a little chewy thing. Ooh, like a little Sour Patch Kid that oh. gives you a boner. Basically, yeah. It's It circumvents... For somehow, it circumvents... Needing to see a doctor or something. Nice. Like maybe, I think you just fill out a survey on their website and they're like, you could use dick pills and they send it. Nice. Yeah, take the blue pill. <laughs> so is so. I guess if it's not in a pill form, then that's, it's it, I guess they have the issue probably with the, the fact that it's in a pill capsule. Well, no, because they you can sell shit, the supplements and pills. I take supplements all the time that come in pills. I don't know why. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's little chewable, little chewable tablets that look like a set of boobs. Dude, that would be great for my channel because I, <laughs> I love blue. Yeah, and I can say blue. It's the blue chew. You want? That's what you need to do, man. This is one life's to lift key to financial security. You need. You gotta lift. You gotta lift it up. <laughs> you just start selling dick pills, man. You gotta lift the. Raise the flagpole. You know. <laughs> One life to live, baby. It's all, it's all just a long, like the end term, the, the end game here is me selling dick pills. You know, people get lift, lift their dicks. One life to lift. I so hope that's how it ends up. I wouldn't be mad at that. I don't like, know about you. Yeah, I wouldn't it was be all mad just at that. an ag- aggressive marketing campaign for uh, the Blue Chew. Something to think about for a potential sponsor. Yeah, yeah.
<laughs> just contact one life to lift dot coms uh david vanderhayden blue chew people i'll wait for the next sponsorship opportunity i'm gonna let i'm gonna let david have it and maybe we'll you're not maybe blue we'll if they had an orange chew you could yeah let's put the kibosh on uh the orange spray now but blue chew 100 go to bluechew.com for slash one life to lift one life <laughs> one to, dick live. to lift yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your dick is your life you know one life to lift you're in the fitness niche, and I don't want to like paint like uh, a whole bunch of stereotypes on it, but it's a lot of vain people, right? A lot you know? of veiny people. <laughs> uh, a lot of veiny industry. members too. <laughs> yeah, you know, with the muscles, they're they're veiny, right? Yeah, that's where we're yeah, going. Yeah. They got veins bulging out all over the place. That's the, that's the advertisement. There's some <laughs> big veiny dick. It's like, yeah, and then you're doing like cock push-ups. You're like, what's up? You're just you're, you're doing push-ups with one, two hands, then one hand, then no hands. And you're like, what? How is he doing with no hands? Oh. That's right. That's right. What I never understood yeah. about cock push-ups was how do you do two of them? You just don't. One lift. <laughs> one life to lift. One, one life, one lift. There it is. Yeah. Get, get that domain, too. I'll get all the domains at this point. Yeah. <laughs> gobble them up there's a certain threshold when buying domains you just start buying every single fucking domain idea. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's gonna pay off yeah someday somebody's gonna think of the same idea and they're gonna pay me pay me buku bucks or just get a different they, name <laughs> they could but they'd be mildly frustrating to them and they'd rather just give me ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollars for a domain name i don't think that's gonna happen anymore because there's like a hundred different domain hundreds and hundreds of domain um top level domains like the dot coms dot orgs yeah dot clubs dot fitness i'm dot waiting fit. for dot podcast to drop and then i'm gonna be fucking like on a spending spree what about dot pod dot pod oh i would love dot pod dot pod check out dot pod yes scottcast dot pod what if it was dot pod is the name of the your podcast and it'd be dot pod dot pod dot pod dot pod just go to dot pod dot pod <laughs> it's like foreign like, welcome to dot pod <laughs> okay hey, my sit down hello how are you that would suck if dot pod came out and you had a fucking podcast called dot pod like i'm here to talk about the pods you know i'm here to be podcast news source you know if you want somebody who's going to tell you everything you need to know about podcasting you go to dot pod you do yeah yeah get your blue chew all right <laughs> <laughs> that was a good way to end so that. what else are we talking about besides the dot or by the, the blue chew <laughs> i'm just i'm just glad that you're here sneaky because like i'm not in a space to be like really guiding a pod but i mm. need to be on pod and the best way to do that pod's therapeutic is to have sneaky d on because uh, you, you're just a pod flow you know, you're like a natural stream. It's hard to get you into the Scott Cast mold sometimes, but sometimes you are the Scott Cast mold. You know what I'm saying? We are Scott Cast. We are Scott Cast. I am Groot. I we am Scott Groot. Cast. You are Scott Cast. Listeners, you're Scott Cast right now. Scott, Scott Cast the Gators. The Gators. The Gators. The Gates. <laughs> Scott Cast the Gators. Well, what I was, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but you know, I sell those gators on my website, and you could have Scott Casta gators that you sell that you could have sold. But. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Those I'm waiting to sell anything else before I really put too much more work into the shop. <laughs> I mean, I got, I bought, 
See, the only reason why I bought more of my own stuff too is because like the supply chains were all disrupted because I didn't, couldn't get my discount. Otherwise, like that's why, like I didn't even buy this, my one life to lift little tumbler I got here. I, I get my, my clients got this for me. So <laughs> your clients are buying you your own merch. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's why don't people buy me a scott cash shirt someone buy me a scott cash shirt all right you're listening to this and you're like i appreciate you scott i appreciate you putting this pot out all the time i appreciate all the entertainment you give i'm gonna buy you your own damn merchandise scott scott you got you got your birthday coming up man you never know i do what you might get as a gift just saying i mean yeah Let's see. Okay, Scott Castigators, it's on. If you're a true Scott Castigator, <laughs> buy some merch and have it sent to me. <laughs> buy him his own merch for his birthday. Send, send David something too. Fucking <laughs> David deserves something. Sure, I got some stuff for you, Scott. I got, I got, I got some, I got some gifts for you right here. I'm looking at them right now. You got gifts for me, or is that just well? Like a thought? Here's, here's the thing: is your birthday on the sixth or the sixteenth? Sixteenth. See, originally I thought it was the 6th, and I thought I was going to miss your birthday because I was going to be down in Vegas. But now I'm not going. So you're going to get your gifts. Fuck yeah, man. People need to pay tribute to me. I mean, uh, I've been waiting to give it to you. When's your birthday? You've gotten me birthday gifts for the past four years, and I keep forgetting when your birthday is. <laughs> August 3rd was when I was immaculately conceived. So. Oh, yeah. Immac- Wait a minute. You're kind of Jesus-y? Your, your mom yeah. never got it on? I, I, I'm kind of like uh, the Metachlorians. Yeah, just <laughs> I can't go into detail with that's too too much. <laughs> Those damn Metachlorians is knocking bitches up left and right, <laughs> like in Star Wars. Yeah, I could see in your face that your mind went to a scenario that you didn't quite want to describe. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't. <laughs> Let's take it from the third person perspective, okay? So in Star Wars, when Anakin's mom gets banged by those metachlorians <laughs> she's the will of, he becomes the will of the force he's like a for that force essence but when is that what happens like i thought anakin banged her but it was actually the force that works through anakin to bang her are you talking about anakin banging his own mom we're talking about how anakin was conceived he oh was i thought you were talking about luke i'm sorry no 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 no. that'd be crazy luke was yeah we know how that happened mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, Anakin was supposed to be there. Was she like, who was the father? She's like, well, there was no father, and that's the thing. He's supposed to be like a Christ figure of the Star Wars universe. Universe because he was immaculately conceived. He was conceived. The the force just, you know, forced it, <laughs> knocked her up. <laughs> She's so strong with the force. She just those metachlorians is too powerful. I guess our metachlorian semen. <laughs> I think it is. I think that's what <laughs> is that this what is ultimately is? coming to. <laughs> Metachlorians are like cosmic semen. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little weird. Wow, I got to rewatch the. Now we got to find every time they reference Metachlorians. What are. It's like, oh, so when he's asking about. He's asking, hey, uh, Qui Gon, I was wondering, what are Metachlorians? He'd be like, we're not ready for the birds and the bees yet, son. Wait till you're a Jedi master. We'll We'll talk about this when you're older. But yeah, um, we're probably not going to be able to get together really for your birthday because we got this whole freaking outbreak. So how am I going to get you? How am I going to get you your gifts? I don't know. I think what we should do is like meet in a field. Yeah, a field of battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw throw things at each other. Yeah. Hey, I got you. Here you go. Oh, thank you. Here's your Scott Cast free swag. Okay, here. Oh, here's your blue chew. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> 
Just throw stuff across the field at each other. I open my box. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. What the fuck, David? <laughs> I thought I thought you'd like that. That was for you. She's weird. No, it would probably be packaged in with like her little crystals or whatever. You know, she sells those. She sells like crystals that are supposed to be like kind of woo. You know, like. For like exorbitant prices. Oh yeah, yeah, like a uh, little cosmic, cosmic crystals, midichlorian crystals, metachlorian crystals, <laughs> just semen, <laughs> <laughs> crystallized just semen, me- cr- crystallized semen. <laughs> That's what she sells, and then yeah, exorbitant prices. Yeah. God damn. Damn, Gwyneth. <laughs> you know, I might, I might, I might purchase some crystals. <clears throat> you guys want a little crystal? Sneaky, I've got a question for you. If you had to pick an obscure religion, not like any of the main ones, but I'm talking like voodoo, you know? I'm talking like uh, the Force, right? Star Wars. Oh, okay. If you had to pick an obscure religion to like uh, will into truth and existence, what would you pick and what would you be a practitioner of? Well, it's pretty hard when you just said that I could pick the Force because it literally gives you like makes you a wizard so yeah that one seems pretty cool but uh, then again it's all premised on uh on like uh, cosmic semen so yeah it is a little makes things a little sticky there i guess well you, i mean now you're making i mean thinking of magic systems from books so. <laughs> <laughs> okay what's the craziest one what would you do the craziest one well or the, what's the best one what's one you like i like a lot of magic systems I, I like the the sympathy system they have in the King Killer Chronicles. What's that? It's very logical based. It's like you bind certain things to one another. They so if something has a property, you can bind it to something else and and, and link it together, and like your mind. So like if you have a fire that's burning, if you need to do something that requires work or energy, you have a fire that's burning. You can take the energy from the fire or your bot, own body heat, which is risky, and you can link those two together to like. You need you need energy to move the stuff around. It all has to make sense from a from a certain perspective. So it's not just you can't just wave your hands and like magically. You have to use like your resources around you. I thought okay. that was a good system. I like it's that. It's kind of like uh, you, you, you if you like have two things that are very similar. It's easy to move that. It's easy to for one like if you have two stones, it's easy to move two stones together. But if you have like a, a stone and like a, a person. They're pretty dissimilar, so it would take a lot more energy for you to, when you move the stone to move the person because they're not very similar. Stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. But that's not really a religious thing. Mm. Okay, well, they, I mean, they, when, they, they, when you're like starting professing magic and stuff like that, that's almost, that's almost well, where that it book's, goes. That book's interesting because it, it has, that's almost like their science system. is like It's very logic-based. And then there's a su- separate magic system, which is like, you have, you have you use like naming and if you know the names of things you have power over them so if they learn your name they have c- control over you and if you know the name of the wind you can call the wind it's like, like some gandalf type of shit like the, the you know og kind of magic stuff okay okay so I'll, all i have i would have to do is be like sneaky d do a headstand and you would do it i, I would hear sneaky d but you would say my true name or if somebody if, if sneaky d was my true name they wouldn't hear that they just hear like Hey, douchebag. Like, what? What'd you say? Why'd you call him a douche? You're like, no, I didn't call him a douchebag. I actually called him by his true name. Which is Sneaky douche. <laughs> Sneaky D. Or whatever. Yeah, Sorry. that's not really a magic. That, that's his magic system stuff, but I don't know. Why do you ask that? You've you, you been thinking about this lately? You've been thinking about uh, what crazy religion that could also be magically imbued with powers? I guess the idea of the force and all that. Like, people like to 
add on their little census forms that they're you know a practitioner of the force they're jedi you know oh you know they like they like to say it they like to claim it you know and uh it would be interesting but then with all this cosmic semen in there like kind of explaining away the the quasi-religious aspects of it you almost think well this is just another this is just another bullshit universe sounds like the very patriarchal thing if that's cosmic semen semen that's right? determining everything like where's the cosmic semen supposed to go that it's being money shot all across the cosmos <laughs> somebody's just sending it across the cosmos well it says it emanates from life so that technically we're all emanating cosmic semen yeah which might be true when you think about it you know like as far as life is concerned and its existence in general even if you don't you know, have kids or anything like that, your life means something in the way it affects the world around you, which affects mm. other people, butterfly effects, and then that's what creates life or destroys life. So technically, we all are already emanating cosmic semen. Mm. The force is technically so true. Maybe you're, I am in a way, yeah, interacting with the world around you, shaping life and death by projecting your metaphorical cosmic semen upon mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah. Who needs actual semen when you have that? People who want children. <laughs> people who want. <laughs> Some people just need a tangible thing and they got to see it. Yeah. They're like, let me mess up this life directly by having <laughs> yeah. 12 kids. I want to see the fruits of my... Uh, Loins. You know, they want us direct. They can't wait to see how they're shaping the world. They got to see it happen right before their eyes. So, which can be an exciting thing, like a little, little experiment, a little science experiment you're running. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not there wasn't a really, really big reason for me asking that. I was just like, hey, let's get that going. I mean, if you have to, I think you just have to limit to something that's not just, uh, you know, because stealing from like a sci-fi thing because that would make it too easy. Has to be something obscure, like you said, like voodoo, or like um, Scientology or something. I like the idea of voodoo. I don't. I don't know. I don't like the idea of Scientology though. Actually, you know, it's funny. The 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 book that I mentioned. That's what they do. They can make they make mummets of people, which are basically voodoo dolls, and it's forbidden for you to do it. But you could, if you don't get caught. I mean, you make a wax doll of somebody, and they do the voodoo stuff. Too. So they like they'll put it up against you know the flame. Or, it, ha- it happens pretty early on in the book where they show examples of that happening. There's like a there's like a Professor Snape like the, the guy goes to the university. There's a there's a Professor Snape like guy who's a real asshole, and so he's like in these these classes. He's like the guy's really smart, the main character, and he's like he's like yeah, I could basically teach this class, and he's like fine, uh, you know, or he, he doesn't say that, but he's like I I already know all this shit basically. Can you graduate me to the next class? And the guy's like oh. Uh, so-and-so is going to teach the class for us today. And he has him come up there and the kid's like, sure, fuck it. I'll do it. Like, so he goes up there and he's like, uh, has the little, he, he starts giving the intro to the, how to use the sympathy magic, their, their magic system. And he demonstrates it using the little wax moment. And he asks for the dude's hair. He's like, can I have your hair? Oh, thank you. Plucks it into the thing. And like, he goes through the whole lecture and he like lights it on fire and shit. And then he gets in trouble for setting the teacher on burning the teacher. But yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty psychopathic. Snape or not, you don't just set a man on fire in front of his pupils. Well, he didn't set him on fire. He just burned. He gave him a little singe. He, you know, a little singe. Burned his foot. Can you do nice things to a voodoo doll? Like give it a little massage? Oh, I'm sure you Cause can. Because if, if that was the case, 
I would make my own voodoo doll, and I would give myself <laughs> little massages all the time. There you go. Like, oh, yeah. A little chiropractor action on yourself. Yeah, get these shoulders. That'd be nice. Stuff. I mean, I got nobody that can manipulate my spine. I'd yeah. have to go with someone to do it for me. I'd be nice if I could just, because like I can pick people up and crack their back. I wish somebody could pick me up, my fat ass. Right. One day, one day, I'll, one day we will be free of our restrictions, and I will pick you up and crack your back, sneaky. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you gonna get? You gonna be the bigger fish? Oh, I can. I think my. I think my tallness might might be might help me. I can just like lean back, and you know. Yo, are you taller than me? I'm a little taller. A little. How tall are you? Tall enough. I'm like five eleven. <laughs> tall enough to be the big spoon, Scott. I'm just saying. That's right. You got to be able to lift the person off the floor. That's the way to do it. What I would what I would do with the voodoo doll though is I think I would uh, I would send it to people like you. I would send it to chiropractors and doctors. I would just have all my healthcare and exercise done remotely. That'd be cool. Work me out. I mean. That'd be pretty cool. I wonder actually if you could get a placebo effect with somebody by being like, "Hey, let me let me help fix all your problems here." And yet you show them the little doll and be like, "Little doll, uh, little little Scott here is happy. Look at him; he's smiling. Woo!" And then little Scott gets a you know the demons exercise from him. Woo! <laughs> Look, he's yeah. floating up in the air like from freaking uh, those horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, that would get and me. That would like, get me under a barbell easier than anything else. Being like, it's not you, Scott, that's doing it. It's yeah, the Scott doll. See, he's doing it. Look at the Scott doll. Like, he's it's yes, amazing. He's doing it. <laughs> yeah, but like, look at that little Scott doll has building that booty with those squats. Look, you can see yeah. it. Yeah, lightweight. Yeah, if you could actually control somebody, that's what. See, that's the idea behind that ab shock thing they did. Is like, it's like, do you really want somebody to just take control of your body and like work you out? Like, if you're conscious for it, I mean, th- why not just actually work out? Because it's forcing you through it, and like, there's always that little bit of willpower that I have. That's like, you know what? You're done. How about not? Just put me through mm. the whole thing. But you'd experience the same discomfort as if you actually did it yourself, except you don't have control over it. Yeah, I don't have, I don't experience that like nagging. Oh, I should stop because I could just go sit down. I know. But then wouldn't that freak you out though? If it was like, it was like, ah, oh, and then you're like, I can't stop. I don't know. I feel like I feel <laughs> we'd like to, uh, we'd have to, we'd have to plan, get a time set. People want you to just, I don't know, if they had some device that magically worked you out and like I could remote control you and and, and do all that. You'd still have the same experience as if you did it yourself. I guess you could just kind of, you could try to shut your brain off, but you'd still be experiencing all the, you'd still be experiencing all the same sensations. Right, right. So you might as well just do it yourself. Well, no, because it's not my willpower that's going to allow me to do it. I need some, I need to outsource the willpower. I like, okay. it's not the pain that stops me. It's my freedom to stop that stops me. Wow, so you just need your freedom taken away. Exactly. <laughs> then, you'll, then you'll be okay. So it's not even You're will, getting it's, it. It doesn't sound like willpower to me. It sounds like uh, the power of choice, uh, your your yeah. liberties. You want your rights taken away. And then, well, yeah, sometimes you have to sacrifice certain things in order to gain other things. You'll just sacrifice your basic human liberties and your rights as a, as a citizen and as a human being. And then, uh, then you'll get jacked. In return, that's all you need Seems to like do. A fair trade. And like, it's not—it's not like you're giving it up the whole time. Like, well, maybe, well, you 
taking this analogy further, though, you could have like a financial manager working your financial voodoo doll. You could have like a <laughs> basically a team of experts just all like living your life for you, and you're basically a sim. Mm-hmm. And the Sims. Yeah, but then, like, what's the point of it if you didn't do it, though? So you just you, you just want to get to a better save. You want to start with a character that's already maxed out. So they want to start an RPG where your character's already maxed out, and then you'll start living. But see, that's the problem, Scott. If you just start at level 100 on those games, the games are boring because you just you plow through everything. There's Part of the fun is the challenge. I have never subscribed to that, What? how do you call it, that theory, that uh, uh, mindset. When I was a kid playing video games, the first thing I would do is look <laughs> Cheat up <guns>. cheats. <laughs> and yeah, it was awesome. How long did you play those games, though? I would play games for hours, invincible mode, just plowing through people. It's amazing, dude. Why Why do you think yeah, it's for so... for hours, well, but not hundreds of hours that you would have played the game. Why are you romanticizing the journey when you could also just be God? I'm not saying you need to magicarp your way through life until magically you become Gyarados. I'm saying, you know, sometimes it's good to evolve a little bit, even though that's technically not evolution. It's really metamorphosis. They should really rename those Pokemon things. But anyways, you metamorphosize as you go. And that's sure. fun to see how... Is it? Fun to... It is. I mean, I want to metamorphosize into things that I'm interested in. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like just be like this constant fight against life. I want to like, okay, now that I have all the basics, I'm fit, I'm healthy, I've got my good habits. You got your Blue Chew sponsorship. Now I've got 70 years to play with that I'm not just spending being like, I should be healthier, I should be healthier, then I die. Yeah, I feel like your your personality would totally change. So like, I'll give you an analogy of people on steroids. <laughs> Who likes though? my it's personality like, now? <laughs> well, I don't know. You on steroids would probably be worse. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could always be worse. You can always become a worse person. It's hard to be nice. There's only you can only be so nice, but you can always be more of an asshole. That's true. Like people who are on steroids, like that's why I would never do steroids, is because it's not even the fact that my heart can explode at any time. It's just the fact that it would change me as a person. It's like, what's the point of me giving up who I am as a person if my personality is now shit? Because I'm some roided out guy who goes all these mood swings and I have a very manic personality and just doesn't make sense to me because it's changing who I am. That's that. That's, and then that's it's also point. you got a crutch that you relied on, and people don't respect you as much. So they're like, "Oh, you did." Ste-. That's why. That's why all those guys don't say that they they're natural. And they don't do steroids because somehow that that discredits all of their hard work. Because do you think uh, you know, they people bu- who take steroids are inherently self-loathing? Given this description. Yeah, everybody that takes steroids is insecure for the most part. I'd say probably like 95% of people that take roids are just constantly insecure, never going to be happy with how they are, and they they project all of their insecurities and they try to manifest it. They try to build themselves up physically. And and then if they expose the fact that they they did steroids and that they have this, they're exposing that they have an insecurity. And they're saying, yeah, I couldn't get here on my own. And then people also shame them for doing the steroids and then they discredit them their hard work because they say well you're only that big because you did steroids well i mean you also would never have been that big if you never worked out the way this hard as they, they did do you, Although, do you think the workouts- same like scenario would play out if if it was like oh i got all my gains because of a voodoo doll yeah it would people would be like Shh, you just hacked your way at you know you didn't work for that yeah this is a meritocracy right is it not well i mean that's what i'm saying some people just start a little a little bit it's like you're running you know those those little social demonstrations they do where everybody lines up and they're like 
listen, you're all going to run a race, but some of you get the, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever had this from your parents, take a couple steps forward. If you've ever had this, take a couple. And there's like some people who are like, start, you know, halfway through the race because they're or almost all the way to the finish line to success because they have all these things that were given to them. And there's other people who can make, they can, they can also finish the race and get to the finish line, but they're starting so much further back because they don't, they have all these disadvantages. So it's still a meritocracy, but some people get to start a little closer to the finish line in that success success line. You know what I'm talking success about? Success line. I think I know what you're talking about, but it's almost like no matter who you are, you can make the argument that you're in the middle of the race versus more like half the world and versus the other half, you know. You can always point to the people who had a big boost up front, like tell them Steve Dave uh, had the big boost of Kevin oh, yeah. Smith promoting their podcast, right. and so they started out the gate with thousands of listeners, and that's a big yeah. that's a big boost. And over here, like I'm proud of my like fucking thirty, <laughs> you know. But I worked hard I for know. my thirty. I'm proud of what I got too. I just hit four fifty today, and I'm like, I earned all four hundred fifty people. I didn't get a boost. I didn't get somebody who shouted out, "Hey, check out this guy's channel," and now all of a sudden I'm I earned all those people. It feels good. Yeah, that's true. But like at the same time, it's like the just the nature of growth that has to happen at some point for it to eventually be a profitable endeavor just because of the numbers required to make something like that profitable you know they're insane numbers there could be somebody who just likes your shit and then because of the algorithm and they're like hey they just feel like oh the goodness that's not very likely but <laughs> the goodness of their heart they're like hey check out this this guy knows what's up you know but you're you're well on your way that that might happen. Yeah. Like one day, Tim Ferriss will be like browsing around the YouTube, and he'll be like, "What's oh. this guy? Oh, this guy. This guy has a lot of thoughts that are pretty good thoughts." Well, once I once I kind of keep on adding content on there, and I feel like it's sufficient to submit to some, you know, to a place where they would they would share my stuff. Like they have like that that Stronger by Science podcast that I listen to, and they're always saying it's like, "Oh, by the way, if you guys know a good fitness channel, you know, like send it in," and it's like. I still don't feel like I'm at the point where I have enough content to be like, where they can go through and be like, yep, yep, yep. Like consistently, this guy consistently puts out good stuff. I mean, I do, but yeah, I don't know. I still haven't hit my stride yet. you got two yet, feature films. Like. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just commented on that the other day. Like yesterday, they were like, I had all, I've had, I've had so many comments. I've had like hundreds of comments and they've all been positive. But then I finally got a negative one yesterday and it was like, the guy's like, dude, 43 minutes. Could, He's like, how about a do-over? Try 10. I'm like, listen here, fuckface. <laughs> you go find a video out there that explains all the information that I provided within 10 minutes and send that to me. And if you can do it, you know, if you, like, you, know, you, you try to do it. You try to fucking make, make it all this content and the breadth that I covered in. And I was like, I was like, you want a 10-minute video? Skip to the end of the video where I say, here's the recap. Here's, here's the gist. And it, there's your 10-minute video. The thing with that guy, though, is like the videos he watches are like 10 minutes long and he skips to the last 30 seconds of those to get the gist of the 10 minutes. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. That's what the timestamps are there for. That's why I said it's like it's it's supposed to be comprehensive. But if you want to skip ahead, then that's what the timestamps are for. So if you want it to be shorter, skip ahead. That's the whole point. You're you're pretty you're pretty open about that. Yeah. Like why? What? 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 What drives a person to see a 43 minute video and click on it? Watch it probably for like 10 seconds and go, why is this 43 minutes long? Like, I don't know. Why did you click on it? 
why didn't you click on the 10 minute video that was the 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 12 videos that were ahead of it that you scrolled past but then you chose to click on this one out of all of them and then comment like an asshole yeah. man's jealous i bet you bet if you look at his uh youtube fucking channel it's, dick. it's got it's like small. four or five crap videos it's also got a baby dick oh okay blue chew though <laughs> back yeah, to the sponsor of one life to live <laughs> blue chew see then i can be like listen I get it. You have a small dick. Here's Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Chew will be like, this is exactly how we pictured our sponsorship going. Yeah, just using our link as an insult. <laughs> also, we don't endorse those claims necessarily. It's it's not for that. Just for ED. Sneaky ED. Sneaky, sneaky ED. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You got to sneak that ED pill in there. Sneaky D. That's right. Anyways. Yeah. Why are we talking about my channel? For fun. Oh, yeah. For self-promotion. Like, what do I have to promote, promote besides Podcomics? Go to podcomics.club, and that will take you to a page. Dot club? Yep. Is dot it club. club now? It's called podcomics.club. It'll take you to a page where you can enter your email address. Be amongst the first to be the supporters of the great new podcomic medium. It's like Quibi without funding. Yeah, it's like Quibi if people knew what Quibi was. <laughs> yeah. There's 450,000 people who have subscribed to Quibi before they went bankrupt immediately. I'm targeting those people. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> they're short form comics. Where the, the ones we're doing right now, like uh, that we're going to be writing as soon as we get Ian on the goddamn dole, um, yeah. it'll be five, 10 minute episodes. And unlike Quibi, it's not like you're standing in line at the goddamn dry cleaner for some reason watching a movie. That's stupid. But it's a podcast, so you just put it on and cruise. You know? It's like listening to comics. Interesting. Uh, anywhere. Yeah. You can just listen to it anywhere you, you, you are. You don't need to even... You don't got to worry about the comic getting old or is mm-hmm. this a mint condition one? Although you could. You could uh, have some nice cover artwork because you, you know cover artwork sells. That's right. Like even if you have a shitty movie, it's got good cover artwork. It's that's right. So. That's right. So like we got, I got some artists lined up who might be interested. Ian would be a great concept artist because he's got a wonderful visual ideas that he can execute. But hey, you know, he needs to start uh, getting on that pod comics doll. This is the big call out of Pod King Ian Dixon episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah, time it's go time next week. We're we're getting it getting it done. That's right. And he's gonna be he's gonna be a part of it whether he likes it or not. Yeah. Because when you're the pod king, you don't have your own you don't make your own choices. I don't think that's how it works. But yes. We, the people will revolt if you don't keep them happy. That's right. Scott Science is already, you know, <laughs> up in arms about Pod King Ian Dixon's reign, you know. He's he's ready to vote in a new Pod King. I don't know if he understands that. We're going to have an election tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an election People he's writing in. Forget Scott the Krause. election. No, don't vote, guys. <laughs> don't vote for in the US election. Vote for the next Pod King based <laughs> off of uh I don't know, Pod Pod Comics presence and enthusiasm level. How they're saying they're going to come campaign for that. You know what? Maybe we should do that. Like uh what we'll do is I'm going to set up a page on the website. This is going to happen. And there's going to be a few choices and a write-in choice. Yeah, yeah. The key Just, is it's a, it's a vote for Pod King, you know? And at a cutoff date, we're going to tally it, and that's going to be the new Pod King. I feel like that's what's going to have to happen. Okay. Democratize this shit. 
because yeah, it's just not it's working. Probably, the results will be in immediately too, which is nice. We're gonna worry about counting any ballots. That's right. You know, and I'll be the one counting, so. so that'll be good. Check the email bag though. You know, for those mail-in ballot ballots. <laughs> one from Master Charles. His vote will be worth like three thousand people. <laughs> Your vote counts for once every time that you've contributed to the email bag. So. He's had hundreds of them. <laughs> That's true. He's pretty much California and we're all New Hampshire. <laughs> he's fucking, he's, Cal, he's the whole West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Master Charles, pink wave coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to the pink wave, man. <laughs> yeah, get ready, man. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. He's the super delegate. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll get on that. We'll, we're going to get those irons. They're in the fire. All we got to do is just shove them right up Ian's bum. That's and right. And we'll have pure gold. Exactly. Okay. So, man, I think that's uh, as good a place as any to fucking ask. Oh, what did we learn today? Oh, oh, we learned many uses for blue chew. Uh, Metachlorians are, are crystallized <laughs> semen. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow has been selling and <laughs> viewing with uh, special properties. We learned that uh, if you dress up like Salt Bay three years afterwards, some people might not get it. Some people never <laughs> yeah. would have got it. <laughs> yeah. And um, we we learned that we we're very enthusiastic about pod comics, uh, about to go, go into a whole nother gear. Yeah. With the brainstorming. Yeah. And we're going to have our own election. We learned that. We're going to have our own election. And we might, I think the only th- only way Pod King Ian Dixon could lose his title is through letting Pod Comics just like sit there, not doing anything. I mean, hmm. it's your duty as Pod King to to do all this stuff. You think he's to, being more of a lame duck Pod King right now? He's a lame duck Pod King. <laughs> <laughs> lame duck tater. He's a. <laughs> all comes full circle. There it is. Good lord, dude! I am looking forward to any kind of pod pod comic stuff where you need a epic voiceover or like the narrator guy. I'm, I want to do some narrative work for you. Yeah, I mean, you've sent some. You've sent me that giant list of characters, so we've got a slew of. Uh, we, we've got a whole cadre of fucking voices to work with. I've done some voiceover work recently. I'll tell you about it after the pod. All right. Well, I mean, I kind of want to hear it now, though. <laughs> uh, what were you voiceover? It, it segues into. Other stuff. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see no. what it is. Uh, you're starting your erotic novel series, and you don't want yes. fucking. You don't want to fucking let it out the bag. I'll cut that part out. But I'm co-authoring right now with, uh, with our right. potential prospect for our, our, our voiceover talent that I'm still working on. Still working on. Okay, we're gonna get there. So. We're gonna get there. All right. So yeah, man. I think that does it for us from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We bid thee adieu. See you later, Scott Castigators. Hell yeah. And all hail Scott Cast while you're at it. Yeah, glory be to Scott Cast. That's how we do it. We remember all the lines. So we got our lines down. We're professionals.